0: click on the big red Tell Me More button and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, android kindle or mp3 player get yours today i'm super excited to bring you today's feature guest dr tammy balazeski dr tammy welcome to the show
1: thank you so much ken i appreciate being here
0: for any of you listening that may not know dr tammy she is a double phd she's written two books the best-selling manifesting prosperity from the inside out and manifesting love from the inside out now Tammy thought she manifested the life of her dreams when she got engaged to a high-profile celebrity in the early 90s. But after a couple of years of award shows and private jets and that jet-setting life, her dream became a nightmare. This put her on a very different path, a path of healing, learning to love herself, authentic power and true love. Today Tammy's been married to her divinely sanctified husband for 12 years and is a holistic life counselor, an artist, sacred art facilitator, and the radio host of Journey to Center on Empower Radio. Tammy, take a minute, fill in any blanks there may have been in that intro, and and give us a little glimpse into your personal life, if you don't mind.
1: Um, not at all. So yeah, that was that's pretty well rounded. I grew up in a small town in Kansas with stars in my eyes, with every intention of. Um, moving to Los Angeles and marrying a movie star. I didn't want to be a movie star. I wanted to marry a movie star, which I think is very interesting. And I was on track to do exactly that. And um, yeah, I manifested what my ego wanted, what my personality wanted, but I didn't feel the way I thought I would feel. And, you know, for the first year, it was really a lot of fun. I'm not going to deny it. I got to do everything I wanted got to go everywhere I wanted. I got to be on the red carpets. I got to meet every celebrity I ever wanted. But the second year I started not feeling good. And the third year I was really, really not well, very sick physically, uh, very disconnected emotionally and spiritually. And so I finally surrendered that relationship and um, he met a new girl and um, everything shut down. And I went a very, very, very different direction. It was a very uncomfortable time in my life but I believe it was all extremely necessary for me to step into my authentic power and onto the path that really spirit wanted me to be on. So yeah, that's uh, kind of the story in a nutshell.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm wondering, because obviously you, like all of us, have had, you know, our own experiences with partnership. And I'm wondering, what do you use as kind of I call it a guiding principle. Sometimes it's a quote or a mantra or something that's kind of a touchstone that keeps you on track in your partnership. And and if you wouldn't mind sharing what you use and and how our listeners might apply it in their life.
1: Well, I love this quote by Latsu. It says, be really whole and all things will come to you. So what that means is really take care of myself. Don't look to somebody else. Don't look outside of myself to complete something That's missing inside of me. I really look to how I can line up with my soul self, relax into my center, ground myself and put boundaries around that. I do that by taking care of my inner child. I do that by taking care of my connection to that something greater. You can call it God or the universe or spirit. If I take care of those two relationships, I show up as an adult. I show up um, in my authentic power. And I found that is really my guiding principle. It's what I teach. It's what I um, live. It's what I know that has really helped me to uh, live a very love-based, healthy, solid, happy life.
0: Nice. And one of the things that really stood out for me is when you mentioned boundaries, because I feel like so many times that part is skipped. And it's yes. where we lose track of ourselves and our, our partnerships, where we lose sight of ourselves even. And I've, I've worked with people that literally don't want to go into another partnership because of how much they disappeared in the last one.
1: Mm, I can totally relate. That was my story as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, boundaries. And and so often, you know, growing up, we we hear about the fairy tales, and most families have issues with boundaries. So it, it's hard. It's hard to um, have them if you haven't been taught them. Um, and we do think we're going to find that one that completes us. We think that something outside of us is, is going to heal something inside of us. And it it doesn't work. It, it is a fairy tale, um, and we do need to take responsibility to become whole and to know who we are, to know where our boundaries are. Because if you don't, um, codependence is is inevitable. Um, enmeshment the blame game, all these things that start to happen that infect our connections and our relationships. So yeah, boundaries absolutely vital. It's not. Um, something that's necessarily easy or innate, but certainly possible once it's on our radar. And uh, once we um, take that time to really know ourselves, like ourselves, love ourselves, know, know where we end and another begins, that is really, I think, the foundation for a happy, healthy, long-lasting relationship.
0: Yeah, agreed. Well, let me ask you this, Tammy. One of the things that, that we try to bring to our, our audience is, you know, personal stories from our guests about their experiences. And and I'd love to dive into a time in your life when well, you kind of tripped up in a partnership and and give us an idea of, you know, what were you doing? What did you trip on or, or how did you trip up? And then what did you learn from that experience that helped you move forward?
1: <laughs> well, there is um a, a funny story in my current relationship that I can share that was um, very helpful and, and again about boundaries. So um, I wanted to go to a movie and my husband and I went to this um, theater and we'd had dinner and a glass of wine. So I was really happy and Bewitched was on. I was very excited about that. You know, I loved Bewitched when I was a kid and um, super, super happy. So we get there and that was the only movie available and I was excited. My husband was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I don't like Nicole Kidman. I don't want to watch it. And so he's like, come on, we're going. I'm like, no, I really want to see this. I really want to see it. So we get in the car, we go home and I am really upset, like disproportionately upset about this. We get home and I'm like, I am not going to speak to him. I am going to punish him. My, My way of being in past relationships was to be passive aggressive. So I put on my pajamas and I sat in bed and I crossed my arms. It's light out. It's like 7 o'clock. My husband's upstairs watching a movie. He doesn't understand. He doesn't even know that I'm in this like Place he's he's not feeling tortured at all, so <laughs> I started laughing at myself. It's like I'm not going to speak to him until he is so miserable that you know he's just going to want to like die, right? And then I, th- I I just had a glimpse of myself sitting there looking in the mirror, in my pajamas with my arms crossed, my face all scrunched up. I went, this is really ridiculous. And then I so something I teach and something I do is check him with the inner child. What's going on for you and how are you feeling? And she goes, well, I'm really upset. And I said, well, what's wrong? Well, I want to see the movie. Well, you know what? I can take you to the movie. I have car keys. I have money. I'll take you to the movie. She's like, really? (laughs) So I got out of bed. I put on my clothes and I went to go see Bewitched. I got a little popcorn, a little Skittles, a little Diet Coke. I've never been happier in my entire life. I took my inner child on a date. When I came home, my husband was like, where have you been? What happened? Well, you know what, Steve? It's not your responsibility to take care of my inner child. It's mine. And it was such a powerful experience in that I didn't have to be mad at him because he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do. I could honor myself. I could take care of myself. And I could let him be where he was at and honor himself and take care of himself. So that is... um, a funny story I think and it was such a powerful learning for me so that I didn't bring those old tendencies to be passive aggressive in a relationship to get my needs met and to go into that power play if you will so um, yeah it was it was just really a super great experience and uh, I think we both learned a lot from it and I recommend it that exercise highly to anybody that's um, struggling in their relationship trying to get somebody to do what they want them to do
0: Yeah, that's a really great example because, I mean, obviously a lot of us do passive-aggressive things at times, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, this isn't – like you said, he doesn't even know. He's not tortured. He's (laughs) up there going, whatever, I'm watching a movie. That's cool. I really didn't want to see that one, and life's good.
1: And if I was downstairs sleeping when he came back, his life is fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: miserable. My stomach hurts. I'm angry, and and it's going to infect – relationship until I'm finally able to figure out how to you know take care of myself so I uh, nipped it in the bud and took care of myself early on and didn't make him responsible for that so it was it was a relief on my part and um, he goes well the next time you're really feeling like that will you tell me and I said "Well, I tried to communicate that (laughs) but I'm kind of glad he didn't go to the movie so I had this opportunity to um, just work on this exercise so the inner child is such an important part of healthy relationships to be able to take care of that young one inside of ourselves. So we don't project our woundedness and expect our partner to take care of that younger aspect of ourselves. Such an important piece of the puzzle. Yeah.
0: So I have another quick question, and I hope you take it in the right light. Is <laughs> Did you actually take up two seats in the theater?
1: I imagined her sitting next to me and her little feet are dangling and I'm handing her the popcorn. So I, I would have insisted if somebody would have sat next to me, I probably would have moved because I wanted to imagine her sitting next yeah. to me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, well, let's do this. I, I want to ask you, it's a similar question, but it's it's a little nuanced. It's a little different. and. and what I'm wondering, Tammy, is if you would share a quick story with us of a time when you had what I call a duh moment, one of those like, uh, seriously, how have I missed this for so long? And mm-hmm. share with us, you know, what happened in that situation? And then what steps you took to turn that kind of wake up moment into a building block for your future partnerships?
1: Well, it was prior to my current relationship. And it was, it was after my relationship with my ex fiance. And I was Alone and very sad and a little tortured. And um, I was having a heart to heart conversation with the universe, if you will. And I was asking a question. I said, God, how do I manifest a man that will love, adore, and cherish me? And what dropped into my awareness so clearly was, Love, adore, and cherish yourself. And I thought, Oh, wow. That's so clear and it sounds so awful. I thought to myself, I'll do anything but that. Please, please, please don't make me do that. And what I got again clearly was it is the only way you're going to manifest that relationship of your dreams. Otherwise, you're going to be playing games the rest of your life. And by this point, I think it was in my early 30s, and I had had enough game playing. It was fun in my 20s, but it got to the place that games weren't fun anymore. And so in that moment, I took a breath and I said, okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to me. I'm going to commit to knowing who I am, liking myself. I'm going to figure out what this means because it wasn't even really clear. What does this mean to, to like myself, to love myself, to cherish myself? I didn't know, but I set that intention to make me my relationship priority. I was a people pleaser and I always had this knee jerk response to whatever my boyfriend or partner wanted and it was always going to be yes to them and I wanted to take some time to figure out what yes to me meant. Who am I? Where are my boundaries? I don't know myself. So I took that time to figure out who I am, what I like, what are my preferences without somebody else influencing me. So it was sort of like um, what you mentioned at the very beginning Ken, coming back, you know having that trepidation to um, being in relationship. I really wanted to know who I was like who I was love who I was know my preferences know my boundaries and once I did that and again my quote be really whole and all things will come to you that was my dumb moment I need to become whole so I can attract another whole human being instead of being like this one-legged person looking for another one-legged person so we could walk into the sunset together that didn't work very well for me I tried enough so, yeah, that, that's my duh moment.
0: Yeah, that, that I, I like that imagery of the two one-legged people walking into the sunset because that's essentially <laughs> what we create, but we don't realize we're doing it because you're still able that's to walk. True. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: Not comfortably, not always happily, exactly, but yeah. Exactly, yeah,
0: yeah. thank <laughs> you. So, Tammy, what I'd like to do now is shift gears a little bit, and I, I would love to hear a story of what I call one of your proudest partnership moments. And it could be romantic, it might be family, it might be career, wherever it shows up for you. But what I I typically notice about these type of moments, at least for myself, is when I think about them, I can't help but smile. What's one of those for you?
1: (laughs) Well, and it kind of goes into um, what we've been talking about with the inner child. There was a day that my um, husband um, was very upset with me. I'd shipped a plate and he was very, very upset with me. And I I considered for a moment going into the blame game, well, you broke a plate last week and you know that whole tit for tat thing that that can so often happen in relationships and and really um, get them to go on this downward spiral. I took a moment and I stepped back and I checked in with myself and checked in with my inner child and was able to come back and say to him something that I thought was fairly spiritually mature. I said, Steve, what is this chip plate bringing up for you? instead of like, again, flailing and and being so angry because he hurt my feelings, I was able to um, console my inner child and then show up as an adult. And he goes, well, I guess what it brings up for me is that it's just hard to keep anything nice. And I'm just really frustrated about some things going on at work. So the chip plate wasn't about the chip plate at all. And because I didn't um, get into that, um, that blaming and shaming game, And I was able to show up just holding space for him. We could go deeper and figure out what was going on beneath his anger for this rather small situation. And he had his revelations and I was able to hold space for him. And so I was really proud how I navigated through that. And it's something I'm able to share with people and they're able to apply in their relationships. And so, um, yeah I was I was really proud of myself for how I I handled that and and he was as well he goes sometimes I'm just really impressed with how um you show up as as this spiritually mature adult and things don't have to descend. you know in the in the 14 years we've been together the 12 years we've been married those are the two biggest almost fights we've ever had was the movie in the chip plate and so um, I'm I'm really happy that I'm learning how to navigate through these situations Um, where the emotion could um, start to um, elevate and increase and go into some very uncomfortable places. And um, yeah, I'm proud of the work that I've done to be able to get to this place of awareness.
0: Oh, absolutely, no, that's, I love that example, Tammy, because obviously that you have to be paying attention, right? You can't just be like doing our knee jerk natural instinct, which is to attack because I'm feeling hurt so I'm going to attack back and so on and so forth where instead you went wait a minute what's going on here and if I take care of me first then I can actually find out from him from a neutral space as opposed to I don't want to take care of me I want to avoid that so I'm going to make it about you so instead of when you asked him it was neutral it wasn't charged with I need to find the reason and it's got to be you
1: Exactly, because yeah. it's so easy to blame when someone doesn't feel good or someone, you know, it felt like an attack. He attacked me because of the chip plate. He was, it felt like he was shaming me a little bit, but rather than allowing it to make me feel ashamed... And it did for a second. I'm not going to deny it. But that's when I checked in with my inner child and asked her what was going on. Well, made me feel really bad. And I said to her, honey, it's not a big deal. It's a chip plate. This is not just about the chip plate. So how can I take care of you right now? And she goes, well, that helped right there, that you even acknowledged that. So she felt um, loved, safe, supported, heard, and understood. So I didn't make that Steve's responsibility. I took care of myself so that I was showing up whole and as an adult and not in emotion about it. It was more in my equanimity. So yeah, it was, um, it was another really um, important experience in learning. And I, again, I know how to take care of her so I don't um, put that pressure on him. He can show up however he shows up. Yeah. And I'm able to be, again, um, an adult.
0: What an idea, right? Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy, isn't it? I can't believe it took me so long to figure this out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Tammy, what I would love to do is we're at a point in the show, I call it the bring it all home portion of the show. So we're going to step away (laughs) from stories and I'd like you to share some simple concrete guidance for our listeners so they can take it and apply it in their partnerships right now. And, And the first thing I'd love to have you share with our partners is what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you have ever received from someone else
1: it was from my sister years ago I said I really need to find a man to love me and take care of me and she goes that's never going to happen until you can love and take care of yourself and um, again it was sort of like that inner well but a a dumb moment and I went you know what she's right she's right I have to be the one instead of trying to find the one I have to be the one one of my teachers said to me in healthy relationships we make god first our self second and our partner third and i thought that seemed so unromantic at the time Mm. and maybe it is but it is the solid foundation where romance can take root and thrive in a long-lasting and sustained way
0: yeah that's good i i like that that is great well tammy what about um like, what's a book or a resource that, that you would recommend to our listeners? And we've already talked about it. You've got two amazing books. But I'm wondering, outside yes. of that, like, what's the one you go to in your library whenever you need that pick-me-up?
1: Well, I tend to read a lot of Dave, Dave Hawkins' work, hmm. um, Power Versus Force. I'm currently reading um letting go the power of surrender and to me um, that is it to me the most important relationship I can take care of is my relationship to that something greater Um, the other second relationship is taking care of my inner child those two relationships so I just use that as a touchstone to remind me to keep coming back to center and to source because I think everything in our relate in our lives including our relationships is a reflection Of our connection or disconnection to God, to source. It's all mirrors. And I do write about that a lot in my book. I I talk about these principles, the inner child, the higher self boundaries in my book as well, which um, I think is a great resource. I'm not going to deny it.
0: (laughs) Good. I'm glad you don't deny it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get a lot of feedback. It really is about coming into that authentically loving relationship with ourselves so that our lives reflect that back to us. But yeah, other than that, David Hawkins, Love, love, love him.
0: Great. Excellent. Thank you. As a fan of podcasts, you are clearly somebody who enjoys listening to great content while you're doing something else. You're driving to work. You're at the gym. Maybe you're cleaning the house. How would you like to be able to listen to the incredible books that our guests recommend in the exact same way? For you, the listeners of Speaking of Partnership, audible.com is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. All the books that have been recommended are absolutely incredible and you can find them at Audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, you simply go to audibletrial.com forward slash speakingapartnership. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash speakingapartnership for your free audiobook. So, uh, since we're on that subject, Help our listeners know how they can contact you and how they can learn more about what you do, Tammy.
1: Oh, thank you for asking, Ken. Uh, if they go to my website, I have a free ebook, Guided Meditation, and there's some um, speaking portions as well. Um, and that's at tammybphd.com. That's spelled with an I, T A M M I B P H D.com. You can just put in your email address and you'll get that ebook back with the um, recordings and guided meditation on page 16. And then, yeah, my books are available on there. You can learn more about, um, you know, what I do and how I do it. And I have an online Academy now where people can just sign up and, and listen to the speaking portions, get the guided meditations. I'm very accessible through the email. Um, contact me. I'm also, I love Facebook. I love being in, um, relationship with people. So, um, yeah, find me on Facebook. You can look up Tammy Balaszewski or Journey to Center. And then, of course, my website.
0: Outstanding. And anybody listening, that was a lot of data to, to get down. If you were trying to write it, don't worry <laughs> about it. It'll be on the website. You'll just go to speakingyourpartnership.com, put in Dr. Tammy, and she'll come right up. And you'll see all the links there so you don't have to worry about jotting it all down and figuring it out later because I know most of you aren't sitting in front of your computer. You're doing something <laughs> else while you're listening to this. So we got you covered. <laughs> Well, Tammy, this has been great. I, I've loved your stories. Your insights are incredible. And I i know I've definitely got those little reminders going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure our, our listeners are too. Thank you for being on the show today.
1: I'm so honored and so uh, blessed to be connecting with you, Ken. I think you're just awesome and what you're doing is amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web.